Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Energy, the capacity for vigorous activity. What's up, Army? This is Bring the Soul. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Army! What is up? Thank you so much for tuning in to the final episode of the Bring Me Soul After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Joining me today, he is the god of destruction. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Ollie Drennan. Hi, I'm super excited. Actually, I'm super sad. It's very bittersweet to Isn't be doing this, to ending. So- but we're ending. It's it's kind of like a tour. It kind of all good things come to an end. It's like a BTS yeah. tour. They have to end at some point. This sadly. whole kind of era right now is a little bittersweet, but we'll get into that. <laughs> and I'm Veronica Valencia. As you guys may have not noticed about me, but I have the broadest shoulders. The wait, what? The broadest shoulders, just oh like Jin. <laughs> Ridiculous. Those are not. You don't have broad don't. shoulders. <laughs> you have uh, great shoulders. Thank you. So t- tonight we are talking about the final episode of Bring the Soul, episode six, Energy. We're going to be talking all about the first part of the Love Your Soul. Love Yourself tour ending because we know we got Love Yourself, Speak Yourself. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the last days of that as well as just the overall reflection that we saw this episode from our boys of the whole tour in general. We are also a show of variety and we like to put our own spin on Run BTS called Run ABTV. What's the theme for this episode? You have to stick around to find out. And we also have some news about another concert movie. But before we get into any of that, Ollie, what was your overall thoughts on the last episode and the theme of energy? We've talked about it. We've seen it so much over the course of the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that it was kind of speaking of energy. I remember in this episode, I think it was Jimin who said it. Uh, I don't know if this is jumping ahead or not, but it kind of kind of encapsulated the entire episode for me. But he he said something along the lines of like, um, his goal is to kind of like see the energy that he sees from the crowd when they're performing. He wants to become that. I don't know if you remember. I think it was Jungkook. Was it was it Jungkook? I think. It I was a J. <laughs> okay. I don't if it was then then But I know I know what scene you're talking about. Right. I'm sorry if I'm jumping ahead, but like no, literally okay. that kind of like stood for like almost the entire series of mm-hmm. this of the BTS documentary. Um and it's kind of like at first it didn't make sense, but to me it does make sense because that's the that's the exact reaction when you see the army out there just living their best life during these performances, that's literally what they want. And mm-hmm. it was so cool for him to say that. Like, I want to become that. But it, he's already, him and the entire group is already doing that. They are that. And they it, are, was very, it was energy, a very powerful yeah. quote. And I'm sorry if I got that wrong, if it is Jungkook who said that. Mm-hmm. If it, I, don't, I don't know why I thought it was Jimin who said that. I like to think of Jim in a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're just, we're just biased here a little bit, you know. So okay. This was a very, like I said, it was a very bittersweet 
episode because, you know, we are watching this after the fact. So we know that we got an extension tour this, uh, to this tour. We know we got Speak Yourself, but it's still bittersweet because currently uh, Speak Yourself is ending too, and we're going to touch upon that later. So this, mo- this feeling right now of watching this episode is just very bittersweet. And it's like, I know they're not going anywhere. Run BTS is still going on. They're still, they're doing Jingle Ball here in the States in December. So it's like, they're not going anywhere, but no. it's just, we have been with this era for over a year. And so it's just kind of bittersweet to see it end. But I'm so thankful for it. It, mm-hmm. it was beautiful to watch and the editing here. And it was just kind of nice to see the boys reflecting. And we've seen how hard it was for them on this tour, but it was nice for them to take a moment to themselves and just really reflect on everything this tour brought them. And I was actually kind of surprised that this episode was called Energy because I thought reflection mm-hmm. or like reflect would have suited it better. But energy is just such an important part of their performance and something that they talk about constantly. So it was okay. Yeah. I accept it. <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now. I until until it. there better be a reflection uh for the next tours documentary. <laughs> so kind of let's so this episode I love how this episode opened up because it was very different. It was they're all just we have a few members who are just kind of enjoying their time as it's coming to an end. We see JK who is Getting some drinks with the staff and getting to know the staff, which I want to talk about this real quick because I thought this was so nice and so nice to see because I have heard this where a lot of bands or singers who go on tour, they have all of these, they put on these shows and they have all these background dancers, they have all these people in production, they have their managers, they have, you know, all of these background uh instrument players but i have the crew or the 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 production team the crew the production team the crew and i've but i've heard firsthand that some of these artists don't ever get to know them don't ever talk to them it's kind of like you know it's 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 almost i don't want to say like high school but to put an example to it's like high school you know where it's like popular kids are kind of in their own world and like the other kids are kind of in their other world and so it was so nice to see that JK and even Tay-Tay and Namjoon wanted to get to know their team better, especially because of how much work goes into this production. Yeah, and everyone behind the scenes, and even some of like, the dancers. I don't know if the dancers were there, uh, but... Yeah, there's just so much, there's so many people, like, even just seeing some of, like, in the the earlier episodes, kind mm-hmm. of seeing them even, like, starting to rehearse and seeing the so many crew members just behind the scenes. And it's just, like, we don't think about that. We don't think of the people that should be given the credit. Like, yeah. obviously, we're, we're going to give the credit to BTS. But there's so many people that we need to thank and give credit to that are working behind the scenes to make this tour even possible. So it, it was a nice thing to see, for sure, absolutely, because those are, like, the forgotten heroes, yeah. for lack of a better term. That no, I thought are, it was a very nice are, term. Yeah, yeah, so it's really cool that they're, that the members aren't, ignoring them and like treating they're treating them like human beings because they are Mm -hmm. and they're making this possible for not only them but for the fans the Mm -hmm. fandom the army hello it was cute it was very cute and i really liked it and i appreciate that because of you know everything we just mentioned we get to see Jin at the zoo Uh, we we get to see (laughs) the the alpacas and the monkeys the lemurs lemurs. yeah (laughs) lemurs it's just, it was really cute because I was. feel like Jin is a, a big kid at heart. Like, just watching him, watching his mannerisms through all the BTS content, I feel like he's a big kid at heart. So it was really cute just kind of watching him at the gym. I do want to point out when he was pointing with his finger, he has a weird finger. 
And the reason I want to bring this up is just because BTS members give Jimin so much grief for having like a weird little pinky. <laughs> and I'm just like, but have you not seen Jin's finger? <laughs> but the pinky, the pink, uh, why? The pinky is supposed to be, it's supposed to be It's tiny. like a Come really on. tiny, chubby <laughs> pinky. And I, when, as soon as I saw that, I immediately thought of Jimin and just how they make fun of him because they all compare their pinkies. <laughs> <laughs> I spend a lot of time on the internet. Hey, I would I would hold the hand of that pinky. So I would I would I also really would, love to hold the hand of that I pinky. I don't even care. Yeah. But could you imagine just seeing Jin mm-hmm. in person at a zoo? You know, <laughs> could you imagine like just any member from BTS like just randomly just at the zoo just having the time of their life? Like could you imagine? I feel like amazing. <laughs> it would it would have to be like one of those admire from afar things because this is one part about K-pop culture that I'm not uh, entirely bodyguards. sure. Well, that, well, any person of success and high profile has bodyguards, but I don't know if it's K-pop specifically that you are or aren't allowed to take pictures mm. with fans or, like, really interact, like, you know, one-on-one interact with fans. I'm not entirely sure. Interesting. Yeah, because there was that moment, too, where JK was leaving the restaurant and he was like, oh, she was Korean, I should have at least shook her hand. But it seemed like he wasn't really able to engage Mm. with her. So that's kind of what made me think, oh, is this a part of K-pop culture where, you know, you're not really allowed to do that? Because, like, I know they're also, they also have weird, like, dating rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it might also be, like, weird fan interaction rules. Yeah. I'm waiting yeah. for that documentary. <laughs> like, I'm give also, us the rules. Give us the K-pop <laughs> industry documentary. I need to know everything. That might it make me fascinating. S- it's fascinating, but it's also depressing at the same time. I'm sure for some groups and whatnot. Yeah, it's a lot of politics. It's a lot of politics. And but it's, on a lighter note, I'm kidding. You're, you're going to say, sorry, I don't want to cut you. I don't know. Just Jin at the zoo is beautiful. <laughs> okay, if it was Jin and no one else was there, could you imagine? <laughs> like. <laughs> and so there's just happy. like lemurs everywhere. Anyways, yeah, I just be so <sighs> happy. And then we also have J Hope just kind of enjoying the weather that they're having in Europe, but, but how he's talking about how he wants to spend fall in Korea. And I'm just like, I, I get it because they probably uh, I uh, the current timeline is probably like they've been overseas for so long that you know he's missing season changes. He's missing family. So because mm-hmm. uh, does Korea have uh, all four seasons or is that? Oh, they do. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure they do. They have like a gnarly winter. Mm. Oh. I can only imagine. Jeez. Yeah. So let's. So that was kind of just seeing them as the tour ended, and I really liked. And this will probably touch a little bit. This will get into how we start talking about kind of the reflection part of this episode, where we see J.K. and he's kind of talking about his injury, which I tried to Google if and when he was ever able to perform in Europe because of his injury. Mm. I'm not entirely sure. So uh, any army in the chat or any army wants to leave us a comment of when, if you know when JK was allowed to perform again on the Europe part of the tour, if ever. Because I was trying to figure that out and I wasn't entirely sure. Mm. But he's talking about his injury. And this even this was very sad to see because... Again, it's very bittersweet. He was so happy to be in Europe, and then this happened. And I think he even said, like, his parents were at the concert that this happened to, which is probably so sad because that was probably something else he was very excited about, you know, have his parents see him perform, and this is what happens. But Mm -hmm. then the thing that I love of how he wraps it up is I'm only human, and I have regret. And that was... It's sad, but it's beautiful to hear because... 
you know, sometimes we see BTS, especially like in the earlier episodes, as these like superheroes. And, you know, they are superheroes to some people, but superheroes in the sense that like they're indestructible, they're perfect, you know, they do everything. And it was really nice for them to kind of take a step back and be like, I am human. I do feel this way, and I do have mistakes, and I do have my faults. Yeah. And it's it's really humbling to see that in an artist, you know, especially when they do strive, like BTS, especially when they do strive for so much. Mm-hmm. And even if he has that regret, like I always say, like, don't regret don't regret anything. Like, regret it at first. You Maybe he will regret it at mm-hmm. first. However, uh, it's an okay feeling to have, but, like, learn from that regret. And soon, sooner or later, he won't regret it. He'll learn from that injury and hopefully you know when they return back to europe it it kind of will come full circle and maybe it'll be like a triumphant Mm storyline for him and it it would be really amazing for him to just kind of like triumph over like that quote-unquote regret that he felt because it is kind of sad because you want to do as best as you can yeah especially for the year this first time being in europe yeah and we've already kind of seen but a lot of the other members do chime in on this as well you know tay doesn't he doesn't like to make mistakes and this was, it wasn't touched upon in this series, but in the Bring the Soul movie, there was a moment where that kind of highlighted how Tay lost his voice during a concert and he wasn't able to sing. And while it, it seemed beautiful, because what happened was, you know, it was during The Truth Untold and he couldn't physically sing and he started being, he started crying, mm. which, you know, a member crying in front of anyone is a huge thing because they're being vulnerable, but it's also, I feel like Tay Young specifically is not as like doesn't show vulnerability or like his emotions as much as the other members. So that was a huge thing I felt like. But and but it was nice to see because Army was supportive and they were right. singing the lyrics. They were singing his lyrics back to him. Yeah. For him. For him because he couldn't. And it, it was a beautiful moment, but I'm sure at that time he was probably feeling maybe the similar way John Cook felt, which was regret because he can't perform because he's struggling because he's making a mistake Mm -hmm. but i think that's like what all army is about kind of coming together and being there and supporting one another as the army was supporting him that night for him not being able to sing Mm -hmm. like i think that's even though he screwed up he didn't screw up but like even though it wasn't a keep saying perfect going to that word and it's not nothing's perfect but even though it wasn't like a perfect performance like i thought that was such a beautiful moment despite that Mm -hmm. despite that having to happen because it it was kind of like a unique one-of-a-kind moment that will hopefully never happen happen again you know because he wants to be able to sing hello yeah but yeah just for them to be there i thought that i mean it's beautiful Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Marie in the chat who is saying JK did little things here and there on tour but not really dancing thank you for clarifying that because yeah that's kind of what I assumed that his injury was bad enough that it it kind of took him out for that last right. part of the tour like he was still performing he just couldn't go full out and dance like everyone else it makes sense especially if the documentary was centered so much around you know the mm-hmm. injury it wasn't just like a couple nights or one a couple night. nights yeah it makes sense mm-hmm and, you know, once again, Jimin is kind of in this part comparing about, you know, the high when he's on stage com- versus, like, when he comes off stage. And then RM said something that I really liked, which was he was being – he was okay with everything looking cool. And I kind of liked this because I thought it was, like, a mature way of thinking in the sense that they've talked so much about achieving perfection. But if his mindset was he was okay with everything just kind of – looking cool um 
then I think that that's that's a good way of thinking, you know, instead of thinking, I messed up here, or I can't let go of that, or, oh, this was bad, or we need to do this better kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a nice, mature way of thinking. I like that, too, because it's like, uh, obviously, you want to do your best, but if you go in with such high expectations mm-hmm. of yourself, you're good. You're not saying you are, but you're bound to make some ex- mistakes or step yeah. on your own toes or someone else's toes. But if you go just go in there and kind of see it as a cool thing, as he says, because he is cool. Like he we're not gonna, you're gonna be cool. You're gonna do your thing. You're gonna be above average. You know, you're gonna do awesome, and we're not gonna notice your mistakes because you're just literally. I think what he's saying is he's just being himself mm-hmm. in a nutshell. And I thought mm-hmm. that was such a cool way of saying that. Just be yeah. cool, Veronica. Just Ollie, be, be cool. cool. <laughs> be cool, Ollie. Be cool. <laughs> be yourself, because like literally, like you're at, like you're at a party and you're nervous, or you're in some you're in some state of mind where you're nervous, you're anxious, you're like, oh, I don't have to take a test or whatever. Be cool. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Everything's fine. That's how I read it as. Yeah, and you know, another part of this reflection is like they're obviously reflecting on that they kind of are taking a step back and kind of accepting things as they are. Another part of this reflection is they're reflecting on themselves and kind of everything that they learned. And I think RM kind of said it best, too, is when he was comparing the tours, they're reflecting just on the tour himself because Wings was, you know, one of their first really big tours. And that was a growing experience because it was like taking in all the energy, taking in all the chaos for like the first time and really just trying to grab it. And then this tour is more like trying to do better but also so do the performance but then grow as a person and kind mm-hmm. of and he says like searching for answers about myself. And I think that was beautiful because a lot of the members too touched upon this about like, you know, why they perform. Mhm. And f- not only are you f- finding those questions like uh like mentally, emotionally, you're kind of finding yourself and getting in touch with yourself. You're and finding yourself, I guess, cuz if you don't depending on which member it is, you're also on top of that. You're literally like going to like overseas in different locations, other countries mm-hmm. on top of that. So you're doing like you're you're finding yourself, but you're also finding these new locations that you've never been. And so it just must be like a very inspiring trip for them and mm-hmm. inspiring adventure as we've been going on for these past six episodes with them. So it's I like that. It's been a very nice journey. <laughs> yeah. Something else that kind of struck me in this episode was JK was talking about like um he lost sight of why he performs which i'm not surprised to hear because honestly with how big of a show they put on with everything that they need to remember all of the choreography all of you know where's your places all of the costume changes you know mashing in episodes of run bts along with interviews and award shows in between this tour like it sometimes is with everything that's going on it is sometimes hard to just really take in the moment of right. why you are a performer. But I like that he had time to reflect and really figure out why it means so much. No, yeah, because I feel like, excuse me. Whoa! <laughs> I, am I boring you? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, because I think uh, that's something I feel like a lot of people, a lot of artists, a lot of celebrities might feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, why am I doing this? Or like, oh, I just want to break. Or like, I'm not happy doing this, but I think it's, like, you just get so caught up in, like, your schedule and whatnot, and you can get tired of it. You see, like, something that you love to do. That's a scary thing. It's a very scary thing when sometimes too much is a bad thing. Yeah. and Or it, it can become that, you know? And so, not saying that it, that 
that's what he's feeling, but that's a, it's definitely a scary thought. And so like sometimes maybe that person, the, they will feel that way. It's like, oh, you don't see this job as something that you, you're passionate about anymore. I mean, he found out again why. There's, I don't but think like, they'll ever not be right, passionate about right. this kind of job. But yet. like that's always a scary thought to kind of like have that at some time. Sometimes you might feel that way. You might. I'm not saying you mm-hmm. will, but you might. It is. It's hard to kind of get lost, as you were saying. You get lost in something that you're just so passionate about and you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I like, too, about BTS is that of how close they are as members. And this was also kind of something that they got to reflect on, you know, because uh, Jin, Jin and V are talking about how they how the group shaped them and how you know they learned a lot from each other and this could be said about anybody i know we've talked i know in the last ones we talked about j-hope learned a lot about music from suga and rm and there's just so much to learn for them but what i love is that they seem to love performing together because you know they're especially with like in my time of boy bands or even groups, you sometimes see that someone has a desire to go somewhere else right. and wants to kind of like disband or go off and do their own thing. And this has been brought up in this series by Jim and a few times about like, oh, could you imagine when we go out and perform and I like go out solo? And I feel like he's saying this not in that like he wants to do it, but I think Jimin is so, uh, I personally see him as like the most attached member. He's so lovable to everybody and loves everyone so much that's like I can I feel like he never wants to be alone mm-hmm. or like he not I, sh- I should rephrase that he wants to perform with them for a very long time and so does Tay as he said in the other episode so I love the fact that these guys seems like they want to perform together for the long run yeah which is very nice and comforting because it's it's you know it's a sad feeling when you kind of learn the truth behind a group of like someone's creativity was being shut out and that's yeah. why they wanted to go a different direction kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, because that's, that's such a common thing for like the Western music industry yeah. for sure. Pussycat Dolls of uh, Destiny. Fifth, Fifth Harmony, Yeah, right? like uh, Destiny Child, like they're amazing. But like Beyonce got so popular and I think uh, South Korea is so used to, you know, their groups. Their groups is like, it, and for I think Western audiences aren't like, uh, we like our groups, but like we know after a while the groups are going to disband, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like what's so great about South Korea, Korean music is that K pop, you know, we're just so, we love a group. Yeah. You know, obviously they're solo artists and sometimes they will eventually disband or they'll just go on like a solo tour. But I love the fact that, like, I don't know. I just, I, something special about K pop is that the fact that it is like, you look at some of these groups and you realize and recognize that they're family, you know, not mm-hmm. all, but so many of them are family. And it's so sad when they, literally you will, fans will cry when a group disbands. Oh, literally. Yeah. I remember Sistar when they, they did, Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. But literally it is like the most heartbreaking thing. Whereas like in the Western hemisphere, hemisphere, <laughs> the Western music industry, when a group disbands, it's always like, oh, like shady this, that, and like yeah, it's like, such a different juxtaposition. Yeah, such a different like, yeah. experience. I feel like another thing that makes a K-pop group disbanding even more sad is the fact that you know, as we have kind of been talking and pointing out about K-pop culture, is that like you were saying, Ollie. The, those audiences live for K-pop groups. There are literally entertainment companies that work specifically and solely to put together 
groups. Like, groups is not a priority here in the States. It's like, oh, you have a group? Cool, that's nice. But they're always trying to brand and build up single artists. Right. It's all about, and like, even when they are in groups, there's always like a competition. This one's better than that member, that blah, blah, blah. And I feel like in, uh, it's not like perfect. Like, K-pop's not perfect by any means. But like, I like, yeah, it's totally like, it's a family and that like we're trying to brand them as a whole and not one singular person. It's kind of like the fans will eventually kind of do that in a sense yeah. sometimes, mm-hmm. but um, more so it's just a strong like dynamic that K-pop is just trying to, is not trying. It's it what it does yeah. creates such an amazing ensemble cast of members mm-hmm. through its music and over the years. That's why I, I have always like... Uh, loved K-pop, especially, like, I, I look for groups personally. Mm-hmm. Something that you said stuck out to me, which was the competition part, about how there could be, like, competition within groups. And I don't feel that from BTS no. at all. Not at all. Like, they are so, just from everything that we see of them, they are so supportive of each other. They are humble human beings. They're just ordinary guys that have, honestly, the coolest job and have gotten the most amazing response to that job. Mm-hmm. And I love their mutual respect for each other. Obviously, like, everyone has their favorites, but there is something that each member brings to the group, and there is a reason to have, like, seven biases, because (laughs) they all have their own personalities, and they all bring something different. You know it's a good group when you can't, where you have struggle picking out a bias. struggle, yeah. It's like, you might have one, but still, it's like, it was a hard decision to make, you know? You can have (laughs) one bias, but six bias records, like, on the verge. (laughs) They're, like, all in the running of runner up you know like you know so there you go (laughs) uh real quick too i want to talk about kind of this other part of the reflection journey which is you know we touched about it briefly with rm who was talking about searching for answers to himself and it's just this overall concept of love yourself which is also you know in the first leg of the love yourself tour it was their closing song Mm -hmm. i mean i also loved microcosmos (laughs) on the speak yourself tour the final song was beautiful but you know there's also this message of love yourself and i love how how when Yungi was kind of talking about that, of basically like he's trying to be more forgiving of himself. And I think that's so important, especially when you are a musician or any type of creative. You put so much pressure on yourself and you get mad at yourself when things do not go right or when things right. go wrong. And so it's I thought it was very beautiful and special and important that he said this, that he is realizing he needs to be kinder to himself because there's so much going on. There's so much to think about and you're only human. Absolutely. It's so easy to be your worst, uh, your your worst enemy because Mm -hmm. you almost want to like be angry and mad at yourself and say those nasty things or like, Oh, I'm not perfect. Oh, I screwed up before anyone else can say it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. such a like instant defense mechanism and it's no, you're human as we're, as we're talking. Yeah, Yeah. As we're talking throughout these, these past few episodes for the after show, be nice to yourself, love yourself (laughs) <laughs> That's the message that you're standing for, clearly. Um, but yeah, just, I feel like regardless of whether you're an artist or not, literally just love yourself. It's it's a really hard it's a hard thing to do. I feel like sometimes and it can be, it, yeah. and it might take years. But you need to love yourself in order to grow and in order to you know love someone else and to be mm-hmm. there for people as you need to be there for your group. You know, you can't be mad at yourself and be angry at yourself and say all those things about yourself. Be so hard on yourself 
because that's affecting the group. That's, it's going to affect the group. It's yeah. going to f- it's going to affect your personality. You're and, not going to exude the same kind of energy that you want to bring to an audience. You know. Yeah, and your your group members aren't going <laughs> to. They're not going to be happy seeing you being like that to yourself yeah. by any means. No. No. The other thing that I really like and that I want to touch upon is I did kind of mention how the on the first leg of the tour, Love Yourself was their closing number. I So on our tour, when we went to go see Love Yourself, Speak Yourself, it was Microcosmos. But the mm-hmm. thing that both of these ending numbers had that made me, as an army, reflect was also seeing the chance that this is probably a moment for BTS to reflect. Because... They can reflect on the concert after the concert is over. But I think something that's very special is, you know, we've seen them talk a lot behind the scenes about, oh, you know, we need to make our formations tighter. Our choreography needs to be sharper. We need to make sure that, you know, we hit all of our notes and kind of things. You see all this criticism and all all this constructive criticism. But what I like about this number is, like, I feel this is the one number that they can truly take a step back and just reflect and really soak in what the energy army is giving them as well as soak in that moment of like, wow, this is tour. This is the most magical moment that I feel. Because Jin even says like, oh, being on stage is the most magical moment. But I feel like this is the one number that they really, really get to reflect and take it all in and experience that. Absolutely. And it's your closing number. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of what it is, two, two amazing songs, mm-hmm. both of them. But it's like... We're ending. We're ending. Let's yeah. end on like the best note. Literally, that's <laughs> on the best note, uh, and just give it your all. And you know, it's it's magical. <laughs> yeah. It's also just nice because, like I said, throughout the entire concert, they are thinking about their solo numbers. They're, they need to get to their marks on time. They need to do their quick changes. They need to make sure that they're dancing right. But it's the one number that they're just there. Mm. They're just, like I said, taking it all in. They don't have to worry about numbers. They don't have to worry about someone saying, oh, on Love Yourself, you mm. didn't do this or that. Because it's just, a, it's just a moment for them. It's a moment for them to share with their fans. And as you said earlier that today, uh, I forget which after show, maybe it was this one, like <laughs> be in the moment. It's so mm-hmm. important for them to be in the moment. And I think that's really important for them in that particular moment closing and like they can even sometimes like you know goof off with here and there you know they like maybe like yeah. shove each other or just hug each other and it's, it's adorable and then the last line that kind of closes out the last episode which i said is very bittersweet for a lot of things and we'll get into that when we kind of talk about news as well uh so the last line that kind of closes us out is our the director asks rm if this documentary reflects the sweat and struggles of his youth uh and he said yes what do you think, Ollie? Do you think that this documentary kind of really reflected the sweats? I would say the the sweat and struggle of BTS. Mm. I feel like it definitely showed us the struggles it takes to put on a huge performance, a twenty three song set list performance between seven members, and you know that deals with a lot of singing, a lot of choreography. I think it definitely shows the struggles of just something as extraneous as this kind of tour. Mm-hmm. For him in particular, or just like as everyone, How about both everyone. Um, I don't know. I just felt like a very versatile documentary that kind of touched on a lot of things. It wasn't anything in particular, but maybe yes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's an interesting question. I just felt like it really touched on things that we just aren't used to seeing yeah. that up close as fans, as army. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like it was. It wasn't. 
too personal, but it was on a really good personal level. I feel like there's so much more that we could even see. Oh, yeah. You know? So, like, it was a very good, like, not teaser. It was a good taste of, like, what else there is to offer. What what else BTS has to offer because they're putting mm-hmm. so much work and hard work and dedication into yeah. this tour alone and to other projects as well. Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah. I, I just want to see more, <laughs> honestly. I find it so funny that you said that from seeing this, there's still so much more that we can see. And it's funny because... There's so much questions. There are more yeah. questions I have, too. I I feel like there is so much more that we can see, but it's kind of funny because we got this series because there was so much extra leftover content from the movie that they didn't <laughs> use. So we're like, hey, let's make another series. So we got a six-episode series. But I feel like there's still stuff that they didn't use because, like I said, these guys have cameras on them 24-7. So mm-hmm. There's so much to see. So I'm like, uh, I wouldn't mind like a, like yeah. a side original whatever mishmash of just like it doesn't have to be edited into a story you can just throw a like a 30 minute compilation of everything you have left and i'll watch it (laughs) because i feel like we saw them being vulnerable at some points but it's almost as i don't know if if i want to even see like even them more vulnerable i don't know I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see them cry or anything, but I, yeah. it's like almost as if I just want to like what I mean by saying that I want to know them more personally. I don't know. Yeah. Next documentary series, they each have their own episode. <laughs> can yeah. you imagine? Oh my yeah. gosh! Like That'd completely dedicated to each member. <laughs> I mean, I would love J-Hope, that. Jin, I would literally Jin. love that. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, yeah. I'm such a good pitcher. Just kidding. You are. <laughs> we have we got two ideas out of this Ooh. show, so we need to get right on them. <laughs> Uh, okay, Ollie, so we're getting ready to wrap up the last episode of Bring the Soul. And so I just kind of want to get your final thoughts on the series in general, as well as if there was any moment that stood out to you. Lemurs. No. Lemurs! <laughs> uh, definitely, I I just really loved how the, steer- the, series, the series started. And for me, I think I said this already, I was growing up, I was like a senior in high school listening to K-pop, and I never thought like it would become like such a phenomenon phenomenon like overseas and for to just see like a group bts be so successful they're they're on america's got talent they're on like was it time magazine or people magazine time time magazine it's astounding like it's almost as if it's not real it's Mm -hmm. crazy to say that it's real it's so real and i give them all the credit they deserve it but it just made me that episode alone i forget if it was the first episode or the second episode second episode second first one of the one of them one of and them. just seeing like all of these uh western celebrities like tyra banks be so like standing them so hard tyra's a part of the army you know she's army uh it's it's awesome it's so awesome and there's so much more room for bts to grow outside of south korea and for other artists from uh, K-pop to do that as well. Mm-hmm. Just everyone just collaborate, you know? <laughs> I want more BTS collaborations, that's for yeah. sure. So yeah, it's, it's such a cool thing to see. And any favorite, mo- or any moments that stood out to you? Possibly favorite moments. Mm, I just think that, that Time Magazine photo shoot was very mm-hmm. powerful. I think, weren't they the first K-pop stars to grace? I think they were, and they've actually been the first, that was also on their, we know, we talked briefly about them breaking records. They are the first K-pop band group for a lot of things mm-hmm. which is astounding mm-hmm. and there's been massively a su- super successful like k-pop groups but for bts to be the first are you mm-hmm. kidding me that's it's astounding yeah i don't for me the series was just it was very touching to see i think i i mean they've 
don't get me wrong, they've been around for a very long time and they've grown extensively since they first debuted. But I think this Love Yourself era was kind of a really big era for them in terms of personal growth and as well as like personal struggles that they've had to deal with because it was such a big part it was so much time consumed putting into this show. So it was really just kind of nice to go along with them on this journey and kind of see the people behind the artist. Because as ARMY, you know, when we go to a concert, we see performers, we see artists. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are other, you know, if we see interviews, again, we're seeing the artists. There are some instances on, like, V Lives or on BTS where we get to see them. But it's also just nice to really, really see the humans behind these performers and kind behind of, the stage name, behind the stage name, and just and kind we of, love both. We can fall in love with both. both. Exactly. It was a beautiful journey, and I think this was a very important journey for them. And I'm very happy that they allowed us to go along with them. And I honestly can't wait to see what they do next. Mm-hmm. In, Speaking of, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if this almost, is... Almost, almost. Okay, sorry. Because I just want to say my favorite moment. <laughs> no, go, go, go. I literally have fun... So there's, like, a few parts on every single episode where I'm just like, I don't know how to fit this into, like, our overall topics. And I type, labeled it as fun moments. So with this one specifically, I liked... Um, Jin's cam- Jim's camera, just basically how he's like talking to. Them. Actually, no, scratch that. If I had to choose one favorite moment throughout the entire series, and it's something so small, but I love it no matter what, is every single time we got to see Jin with his RJ plushie. <laughs> I just, I think it's so sweet. I just, I don't know why. Like I said, I think Jin is a big kid at heart, mm-hmm. and I know he's the oldest member, but it's kind of nice to see how he doesn't take things too seriously sometimes and just kind of likes to go with the flow and have fun. And, you know, he really enjoys, you know, his line friend and everything. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Yeah, definitely. It, just, it makes me happy knowing that he's so happy that he has this plushie. And he, to me, he just seems so comfortable at that, too. Yeah. You know, some people might be like, oh, I'm just a big... Like, we'll be, like, kind of, like, standoffish about not showing that side of themselves. And he yeah. just, he's all for it. And he's, he's so comfortable with being that big kid. Exactly. He's comfortable. He's all for it. Because, yeah, some people might not show that part of themselves. But be insecure afraid. about it. He's like, be not. insecure or be insecure that people might think, oh, that's actually immaturity. But yeah. it's not. It's just, you know, he's having fun. And in life, you really do need to just go mm-hmm. with the flow, especially with everything they have to deal with. Love yourself. Love <laughs> yourself. And in honor of love yourself, we are also going to speak yourself. Let's go into news and gossip. Yay. Here we go. So, as we were saying, uh, this is a pretty bittersweet time because we are just ending the Bring Me Soul docu-series, which was the end of the first part of the Love Yourself tour. Now we're in real time getting ready to end the Love Yourself Speak Your Tour. And it's very beautiful that they are ending their tour where it started, which was at the Olympic Stadium in Seoul. And we touched upon this briefly in the last few episodes, but we are getting another movie, and it's called Love Yourself Speak Yourself The Final. That's crazy. Crazy. I mean, I'm so happy. I think the coolest thing about this movie, though, is that, you know, the other movies we've gone have been, like, documentaries or, like, docu-series where we get the kind of edited versions of their interviews plus their concerts. From my understanding, this is just a live stream of their concert. It's going to be, like, a three-hour movie of them singing at a concert. Yeah. I, when I read the article, it, 
I loved it. It sounded so cool. You could go to this concert in the comfort of your like local theater. Yeah. That is like phenomenal. Like I never heard anything like it. It sounds so weird, but also cool at the same time. Like it sounds like you heard about yeah, live be- streams on the internet but a live stream in a movie th- it'll be live streamed for countries like other Asian countries around mm. uh, South Korea. Obviously for people like in Europe or in the States, it's going to be coming at a delayed time because mm-hmm. of the time difference. But still yeah. it's crazy to me. And the fact that <laughs> they're gonna be performing for so many people technically. It's L- worldwide concert and aren't you going to attend i am i am i am seeing the movie on sunday because i am super excited but you know it is kind of sad because this is their final they have three shows at the stadium this is their final one for this part of the tour and like i said i know this isn't the end this is the last time we're seeing them but it is bittersweet because we've spent so much time with them on this love yourself journey Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of bitter it's such a bittersweet day because we're ending bringing the soul we're getting ready to end speak yourself I just this timing uh, is just so uncanny. Oh yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I want to give a shout out to Maria in the chat who was saying they got three AMA nominations today, two in the main categories. Oh. I have not seen this, but awesome! Guys. Breaking news. Thank Breaking you, Marie. News. American Music Awards. Is American that American Music Awards? Yeah. yeah, AMAs. Oh my gosh. So guess who's going to be watching those? <laughs> well, I don't watch music. I don't really watch music. Well, they're bound shows. to be performing. I'm sure. Oh right? yeah. Oh yeah. We love our AMAs. We love our AMAs. <laughs> we love BTS. And you know. We are also a show. Oh well, yeah. Everyone, go out and see. <laughs> love yourself. Speak. Yeah. Love, love yourself. Speak yourself. If they're showing it, why not mm-hmm. go see it yeah. to your theater? For sure. And something cool too. Just a little quick tidbit is I think in the state of the theaters <gasps> around uh, Seoul, South Korea, there's specific movie theaters that you can sync up your army bombs. To, like, actually be there at the concert. Again, guys, insane! <laughs> you can sync up your light sticks, basically. Like, that's crazy <laughs> to me. Ah, oh, they're remarkable. This is a... So that's, that's only in, uh... That's like only Asian, in certain, okay. cer- certain theaters in near South Korea. Okay. That's still cool. Oh, As I was getting ready to say, we are a show here of variety, and we like to do our own little take on Run BTS called Run ABTV. So what's the theme you ask us for today? We are going to say some nonsense. How you doing, Jonathan? Jonathan is our man in the sky. How are you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. So we're going to do this. We did this last time. Ollie and I are going to ask each other questions, or and we can't make any sense. Even if it's really random, it still can't make sense. Uh, Jonathan, can we get some kind of like nice, mellow background music? Mellow background music. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, give me one quick second. Let's see what I can find. Kind of terrified. Are you going to go first or am I going first? I don't know. I can go first, I guess. So are you questioning me? If if you want to question me first, you can. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm going to question you first. Okay. You want something smooth like this? I like it. Yeah, this is good. All right. Oh, God. I'm scared. Ready? Yeah, yeah. How are you doing, Veronica? Team Kim sucked in. Where are you going to after this? The lights are very bright. Uh... Let's go out and get some food, please. The chair is really round. You look phenomenal today, Veronica. What's that in your hair? Where did you get that outfit? What's that in the sky? Does that make sense? I don't know. <laughs> no, either. What was the question? I don't even know what you're asking me. I'm just trying to like not make sense. <gasps> what was your favorite episode? Uh, breath is stinky. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, so my breath is stinky. Uh, this is gonna get me in trouble, isn't it? <laughs> All right. You, you, did, okay. you were doing good. Oh, thank You're you. doing very good. Oh, thank you. All right. Are you gonna do me now? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Hi. 
Hi, Ollie. Pickle uh, pepper building. How tall are you? Look at your seagull. What are you doing this weekend? I'm going to fall on the sky. That made sense. I'm going to fall on the sky? Yeah, what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to fall on the sky. <laughs> that makes sense in my eyes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like it could be random, but it's I still found it. I don't know. Okay. Like I said, if I'm Jin, I would say that would make it's sense. It's a matter of perspective. It's a matter you know? of perspective. Okay. All right. We need judges. That's what we need. We do. We need judges. Jonathan, did that make sense? Uh, I believe it didn't make sense. Mm. I don't think you could fall on the sky. It's it's a, de- <laughs> it's a debate. It's a debate. It's a really good All debate. Right. Let's do like two more. Okay. All right. Uh, what color are your pants? Butter toast. Uh, slap you. Uh, did you like the BTS Bring the Soul series? Chickens and canoodling in shed. Hi. I know. This is the most awkward but amazing thing we've ever done. This is such a great game, and I'm so glad we are able to do this. Jonathan, do you want to take a crack at it? Let's do it. All right. Jonathan, how are you? Chicken broth comes from mothballs. Uh, what color is the sky? Uh, 14 is how I spell my name. What What is one plus one? Uh, hammers live free. <laughs> Jonathan, what's your favorite animal? Uh, uh, buttons eat tacos for breakfast. Yeah, and then so- some, you learn something new every day. Um, what are you doing this weekend? Did I ask that already? Trees have feelings, bro. Um, what time are you going to go to bed tonight? Uh, uh, electricity times fun equals toasty jam. What do you have for lunch? Uh... My driver's license is toxic goo. Jonathan, last question. Last question. Do you like this game? Uh, Maria Annette, heart, 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 heart. Shout out to Maria in the chat. I love it. Oh, wow. All right, thanks, Jonathan. Thank for you. Bravo, thank you. All right, guys, that just about wraps up wraps us up here on the BTS Bring Me Soul docu series. Honestly, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. We love the fact that AfterBuzz allowed us to mm-hmm. do a show about K-pop and mm-hmm. BTS. So thank you so much to AfterBuzz for allowing us yes. to do this. It's awesome. Uh, if you could just please like this video, give us a comment, get involved in the discussion, give us a thumbs up. Give us five stars on iTunes because, you know, one through four don't work. And if you could please share, we would love mm-hmm. to engage and talk with more ARMY about this series. Because, as I said, this era is coming to an end. But we want to talk about it as much as we can because it was such a big part in BTS's life. Mm-hmm. So please give us a share as well. We'd really appreciate it. Ollie, where can ARMY find you on social media? Oh, yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for this was all your idea. And thank you for inviting but, me. But thank you for joining me, honestly. Of course. It was such, It was so fun. And we had the episode. It was, it was a it was a blast. But until then, we'll be back for the next BTS documentary series. That's for sure. But I'm Ollie Jenin. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Jamer. And I'm Veronica Valencia. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me Veronica underscore me so, underscore V. It's me <laughs> Veronica underscore V. I am totally wrapped up. It's right okay, now. we're still in the game. We're still playing the Thank game. Thank you <laughs> to BTS and Army. We purple you. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.